You are tuned in to For the Love of Millennials podcast. For the Love of Millennials is a platform created to inspire, empower, and uplift melanin-enriched millennials to be the best of themselves. Each topic is carefully chosen with the intention to provide value to listeners in effort to fulfill the podcast purpose. Keep listening for more of today's episode. What is going on, my Melanin Enriched Millennials? It's your girl, A Rich Book, and we are back with the third episode of season two. And guess what? It is the last Monday of the month. So with that being said, if you fell off your New Year's resolution or things that you were trying to do, that's okay because a new year starts every single day. So you can start over tomorrow and you can even start over right now. We have adult melanin millennial. Okay, let me tell you about her. We have Ray Simone, who is a top sale island, North Carolina native. She obtained her bachelor's in sociology with a minor in psychology and a concentration in substance abuse. She's a graduate student at Ashford University, currently earning her master's in psychology. She also has a strong passion for mental health and she's a travel and fashion enthusiast. And she has a Jamaican background. You can connect with her on Instagram at Ray Simone, R-A-Y-E-S-Y-M-O-N-E-E. So it's crazy because we talk about a lot on today's episode. And one of the things that was most important that Ray and I discussed was ego tripping. And I actually posted this on my Instagram at a.richbook. Ego tripping is played out. You will get a lot further if you demonstrate humility. You will get more out of life if you demonstrate humility. Don't get caught up with ego. Don't get caught up with what people say you should be and should not be doing. Humility will get you more out of life. So so on today's episode, you can catch Raven and I discussing her travels, grad school chronicles, and living in purpose. Keep listening for more. This episode is sponsored by the interactive journal, hashtag 30 days of consistency. I've heard many people state they've struggled with consistency. I've been one of those many people. However, I do believe there's room and possibility for change. In life, we have choices and we decide what our outcomes will be. Our decisions today will affect our lives tomorrow. Yes, live for today, but remember you have a tomorrow. I created this 30-day lifestyle journey because I desired something more from myself. I desire to unlock my creativity, my passion, my purpose as it was possible for me. I know that this is possible for you. It is not just a one-time 30-day journey, but a life journey experienced in 30-day increments. Get your copy now on the shop at www com. Guys, today we have adult. I know I say this all the time, but I don't care because every I'm not going to bring anything less than the dopest 
on this podcast. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, absolutely not. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. We got the most fabulous Raven Robinson on the podcast today. Raven, what's going on? Hey, love. I'm good. Trying to be blessed and build an empire, like you said, and be a mogul at the same time. (laughs) Man, you said trying. Look. Take trying out the vocabulary, okay? Because today I was talking to my brother, and he's like, he threw me like a great lead as far as somebody else being on the podcast, and he all the way up in New Jersey. Oh wow! And I said, yeah. Yo, what are you doing? Um, matter of fact, real quick. So his story was he was picking this guy up from the airport because you know we all drive a little lift on the side and do a little Uber on the side, right? And he was talking to the guy that he was waiting for. So he ended up waiting for the man to get off the plane for 45 minutes. What mm-hmm. lift driver you know does that? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's None. dedication. Yeah. They drive off. They like, nah, whatever. <laughs> so he waited for him. And he's like, once the guy gets in, he's like, where are you from? He's like, I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina. And my brother was like, yeah, my sister is down there. Mm-hmm. So then they start chatting it up. Turns out the guy is like a super duper dope photographer, videographer. And, like, travels with his work. And he was like, yeah, you need to meet my sister. He reached out to me and was like, yo, I heard you were dope. Your brother said you were the person I need to know in life. And I'm right. like, me? Like, what <laughs> about me? Like, right. you need to know me? So we ended up collabing and talking for, like, at least, like, almost an hour. Right. And he was like, yeah, I'm out here trying to build an empire. But going back to my brother when I was talking to him, he was like, yeah, I'm trying to build an empire. And I said, yeah, I'm trying to. And I said, nah, 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 nah. We're going to take trying out vocabulary, out, out the vocabulary, out the sentence, because we're actually doing. It doesn't matter, like, if you're out here, you know, driving Lyft or driving Uber or if you're mm-hmm. going to that nine to five or if you're in grad school, you are doing, you are building the empire. Like, people tend to forget about the the concrete that's laid as the foundation. Right. They tend to forget that. And then they see the whole building erected or they see the house erected without recognizing that that foundation was laid and it was left there so that it could dry and get hard and all that other stuff. So since you doing, and we about to find out more what Raven doing too, because I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, America basically is like a society that's fast paced. We got to get it quick. We just, if it's not, we think everything is magic. Like I think society, especially social media, we see all, we see the cars, we see the clothes. We want it, and some people don't want it, but you see it and you think you're supposed to have it at that level. Oh, I want to be a lawyer. I got to have it within this year. Like, oh, I'm, I need to do this to do that. And it's a process. And right. we seem to forget it, it doesn't happen overnight. Right, right, right. Oprah, when she was 23, she got fired from her first news job. Like, okay. Y'all, I'm the millennial Oprah. Hey. My, my last guest, uh, Tiara Larray. Y'all follow her at the real the Tiara Larray. She was like, "Yo, you're like the millennial Oprah." Right. I was you like, gotta what? keep stay on your feet. You gotta keep going. Like, okay, there's opportunity in every defeat. I think you gotta think about even Oprah's life story, like how she was raised and what she went through. She didn't let yeah. it keep her down. If you yeah. let stuff keep you down all the time, life is trial and error. You have A through Z. You're not going to always 
get it the first time. Yeah. And I think we're in millennials are hard on ourselves sometimes. And we think that we have to get it the best. Okay. So A, don't work. <laughs> Try B. But you got a whole alphabet to go through, you know? And I guess once we figure that out, we're going to be okay. Like, even Oprah said, I have to go back to Oprah, but it's somebody I look up to, we all look up to, that's a black female. That's auntie. Yeah, that's auntie. So, it's like, she's upset with us. She said it. she was upset with millennials because we think, because we got out of college, she's going to happen automatically. She said it doesn't work like that. And she, she went to the with that mindset, but she's saying, we think we're just going to pop up with a good job, and it's not going to work like that. And she's letting us know that, and she's not hurting our feelings. She's telling us the truth. Like, take your time. Actual, factual. Feel that process because that process is going to teach you something you're going to need to know in the long run to be that empire, to have that empire, you know? Yeah. First of all, stay out my goddamn questions. That's the first thing because you all the way down at number eight or nine. I'm like, goddamn. I'm an Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. I vibe off all the energy (laughs) and I just go with it. No, but real talk, y'all. If you... If if plan A doesn't work, go for plan B. Go for plan C. Go for plan... And then if you get to Z and Z still don't work, go to plan AA. Go to plan right. A1. Go to plan A2. Go to plan B2. B1. B3. B5. They 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 came back out with a whole new album. I right. See, B5 can do it. Why can't you do it? <laughs> B5 can make a comeback. You can make a comeback. Okay. Right. Oh, man, that was funny. I guess I'd be laughing. I know y'all laughing at me, but it's cool. It's cool. I don't care. They like, yo, she like the corniest, oldest millennial there is out there. <laughs> you got to vibe. You got to relate to everything, you know? Yo, that is so crazy. So I want to jump in. Or before we jump in, I want you to tell us a little bit about you. Because I did read your formal bio, but I want people to get a feel for who you are from your own words. Right, because you can always see something and not know what it really is. Um, I know that girl. She from the Caribbean. She crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my name is Raven. I'm from the beach of North Carolina. It's a beach. It was small, black area. Actually, we had our own pier before one of the hurricanes knocked it out. So we got a little history in the area for African-Americans. But I'm basically my, I'm Jamaican, as you know, is Wangwan. But um. <laughs> I went to Fayetteville State, got my degree in sociology and psychology minor, and um, I'm out here in grad school trying to get my degree in psychology. I start um, real estate soon, and I'm also trying to get some certification in fitness, so I'm trying to do it all. Yeah, you so do I'm got a nice to body. Too. Real estate, I be trying, girl. Oh, attract, attract body. <laughs> real quick, I know we're gonna get your. I know we're gonna get your information at the end. But what's your what's your Instagram, real quick? Um, it's uh Ray Simone. It's R A Y E S Y M O N E double E. While you listening to this podcast, just go look her up on Instagram because she fine, y'all. Hey, thank you, darling. Like, you okay. too. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get a body like her. Like, I was one of the Caribbean girls that wasn't blessed with a body like that. Thank you, girl. I be trying. <laughs> it's some mangoes, girl. <laughs> so you going to get your, your get certified in, in fitness. And what else are you going to do? Um, Yeah, I'm getting certified in fitness. Hopefully, before the year is out, pray for me. I'm trying to get everything settled. And so I'm getting a fitness training. Um certification by December end of December 
I'm working on real estate because my um aunt, she's a um, real estate agent in Raleigh. So hopefully she can bless me with her talents and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get me right. And then this grad school, I'm Ashford University in California. It's online. There's nothing wrong with online schools if you have time management, especially if you work full time. <laughs> right, right. And I'm getting my degree in psychology, master's. So trying to hang in there, girl, it's, it's a struggle. But the millennials, you got to be all over the place, you know, if you want to survive, you know. Man, endure, endure, yeah. endurance, yeah, endure. That's dope. So I appreciate you sharing that, yo. And you, you're the real M- MVP for real. And I'm glad that you're doing multiple things. And I think that's what I really love about us is that we're not restricted to just this one, this one linear path. Like it's okay to have an abstract path, however you see fit for it. Right. So. You talked about grad school. What? Why did you decide to go to grad school? Um, grad school. Whew, it's not a choice of mine. It's kind of more of a requirement. I want to um, do higher ed and work with college kids and lecture them. And eventually, I guess, get my PhD. But we're going to slow down and we're going to work our way up to the master's yeah. first. And, like, my passion is psychology, the mind, the way it works, like, and teaching somebody about it, you know, it's just mm-hmm. empowering mm-hmm. to me, you know. So, you yeah. went to grad school because it's a it was a requirement. Yeah, it was a requirement to get, to talk in front of people and express it. I had to. So you didn't yeah. just go to get no refund check, right? No, girl, it ain't so, even all that in grad school. Y'all people <laughs> who just be like, I don't know, I'm gonna go to grad school because I don't know what I want to do. Don't do it. Don't waste right. your money. Don't uh, waste your money. You gotta pay them loans. Or yes, after six months is over. Yes, you gotta know what it is <laughs> that you want to do absolutely um, and and understand that it's a requirement so if you out here like a few episodes back we had a dietitian on he was like he didn't like grad school like he don't like school because he doesn't like to be told what to read right but he's absolutely. like this, same here i want to be a dietitian so this is something i have to do to like do. requirement yeah. to get to where i want to get to yeah and that's where we got to understand what is it that you want to do like what is your intention and then that you I, you could tell me if I'm wrong, but that will guide us into what we need to do instead of just going out here doing stuff just because we think we should be doing it. Right. I think a lot of people think that the names, the labels, make sure it's in your heart, you know. Oh, I'm, yeah. going, to be, I'm going to do this. I'm getting my master's. Like you're saying, just getting it just to get it. And you don't know why. Like for me, <laughs> it's a requirement. Trust me, if I didn't have to get it, I wouldn't go back. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. It's a lot of work. Working full time and then gotta go type a paper. Like it's, it's who not wants life. to do that? Right. Right. Who wants to do that? But it's, okay, so Grace Y'all, she this lady right here out here, she travels. She travels. <laughs> she travels and I'm trying to be like her when I grow up. That uh <laughs> but for real. She, because you love to travel and you started a blog to go along with your travel, I want to know what does travel look like for you? Um, Meeting people, seeing different things. Like, you have to get out in the world. You can always look at the TV and they give you the aspect of how the world should look. You know, when you go to Mexico or Dominican Republic or Canada and you see different, like, types of cultures and you think that's how it's supposed to be on TV and it's not necessarily the same once you see it. Like, I went to Dominican Republic and I'm thinking I'm going to see all these 
Carly B looking girls and, and I'm saying women that look like us and dark skin, beautiful afros. Mm. And you wouldn't know that because they don't put it on TV. Like mm. that country, that is a black country. So like what's the lady's name from Love and Hip Hop that everybody was like it was controversial? Um, um Amara, um, Amara, right? Amara. I don't know. It was what I think it's Amara. Amara La Negra or something like yeah, that. Amara, no, yeah, And she she brought up that point because I think she's Dominican too. Yeah, she is. She is. And it's like you wouldn't think because they don't put them on TV. So I'm thinking right. I'm going to see all these Carly B, J-Lo looking type of women and I see us and they would call us like family, family, you know, not familia. <laughs> they would call us that because they seen something similar to us, you know. And that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy would... because even though they be like, "Oh, America is the only place where racism or race exists," no, that's it's it's, it's, it's worldwide. Yeah, it is everywhere, and like that's why I have this podcast, you guys, because it's a food boo podcast. It's for us, by us, as melanin and rich millennials. Because everywhere we turn around, everywhere we look, like we are at a disadvantage. But it's the perspective in which we take and how we maneuver and how we choose to operate our lives. And that's why it's also important to travel so that you understand that you're not the only one. Absolutely. This is not your this is not your struggle alone. And we can rise above or you are unique. Like we we are people like, man, you won't get me in here preaching. I ain't finna preach. (laughs) Not tonight. But Not yeah, that. yeah, it was very interesting because if you don't go over there, you won't see it. So it's right. It's, we everywhere, really. Black people are everywhere. Melanton is everywhere. <laughs> so, what was your favorite place you went to? Um, so far, oh, what do I want to say? So far, I guess it would be Jamaica. My roots are from there, so mm-hmm. and I'm going back in April. Yeah, so I'm it's not- nothing like home, home. You know, my dad's from there, so. Yeah. yeah, but you're from the beach here. Yeah, I'm from Topsville Beach. Topsville Beach. Where it's near Wilmington. It's like a, it's like 20 minutes out of Wilmington, and 15 minutes from Laney High, home of Michael Jordan. Shoot, oh. shoot, shoot, shoot. <laughs> the only thing I know about every time I tell people I'm in North Carolina, they're like, "Oh, like near where, near where, um, where Michael Jordan from?" Yeah, I'm just like, "What?" I don't even know where Michael Jordan is from. Yeah, he's, his high school is 15 minutes from my house. <laughs> my like, mom what? and dad house. Like, what in the world? Like, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to look up this name of a river. There's a river in Jamaica that's mm-hmm. named after a river from Ghana. Mm, okay. I'm going to find it. Please do. River in... Jamaica named after River and Ghana. And the only reason I know that is because when I went to Ghana, mm-hmm. I went on a tour. I went on a tour and they talked about this river, how this river um that it is named in Jamaica, like from slaves that were brought through here, through the oh, particular yeah, the, um, um whatever. Mm-hmm. I said whatever. Through that particular port. They were taken to Jamaica, and it was named after. And I just thought that was so dope. Like how that is that is take dope. names, and and then carry it over. Man, 
of course I'm not going to find it because I'm looking for it. <laughs> right. Oh, You'll find it later after the podcast. After the podcast. and You're going to text like, me like, crazy. Yeah, I found it. <laughs> I'm like, right. This is what it's called. But I remember because I took a picture in front of it. Right. Man. How was how was Ghana? If you don't mind me asking. Girl, I know I'm going back. I'm planning on going yes. in March. Anybody that, that wants to help me get there or support um, the podcast getting there, Hit me, hit me in my link, www.averagebook.com, because I am raising money to go over there, because I legit want to take the podcast over there, because um, Ghana is blossoming like crazy, and the melanin millennials over there are driving the economy. Yeah, they like it's dope. legit driving the economy. And what I love about Ghana so much is that that so many of our ancestors in the sense like our recent ancestors like Maya Angelou Malcolm X Mm -hmm. Du Bois um Asata Shakur like so many of um James Baldwin they all spent a significant amount of time in Ghana right and they all like were over there prepping to come back over here like they went over there to be empowered and to be reminded that we are beautiful people. We are amazing. Absolutely. Um, they established roots. They made connections. So like W.E.B. Du Bois lived over there and then died over there. So he still has a house and his house is a museum. Oh, wow. So I... Yeah, he's a um, famous uh, sociologist. He's one of the reasons I studied it and took classes man, on it. He's a, he's a great guy. Amazing. Down to urban sociology and with the way the system of the so-called urban ghetto is set up you know okay it's, it's intriguing have you ever read souls of black folk yeah i think i read that yeah you guys i read so many books okay that's a book that you gotta like come back to years at a time because you just get something different from it time. yeah um and it was written so long ago but it's really in reality it's not that long ago and it's very relevant so, you guys, if you have not read any of W.E.B. Du Bois's work, please read his work. Check him out. Read Souls of Black Folk. Like, read Souls of Black Folk because that is so relevant to us today. Like, it is still there. And back back then, it was like W.E.B. Du Bois and Booker T. Washington was like, you know, added in a sense where W.E.B. Du Bois was like, oh, we need to be yep. educated. Mm-hmm. with degrees by the letter and then and then Booker T was like no we need trades we need skills and right. it was difficult because each was being supported by a certain group of white mm-hmm. people that was like no we need your people to do this no we need your people to do that and they were advocates for both but the mm-hmm. truth is neither one were, was wrong right? and they couldn't see that and that's and I think that that debate is relevant right now in this moment for absolutely, us. absolutely. Because y'all who are out there, and me and Ray just talked about that. If you don't know what you want to do, going to grad school is not. That's not. That's not like a a, a thing just to do. Right. Yeah, it's not for you. Yeah, right, right. Because not only are you going to get yourself into debt if you don't go for scholarships and stuff, you're going to be wasting your time. You're going to be wasting your energy. And then if you don't put your best into it, that's going to affect your GPA if you do really need to go back. Right. Absolutely. And so that just goes to say, like, now at this rate, probably in like 
2030, plumbers are going to be making the same amount as attorneys. Yeah. At this rate, yeah. Because it's not... It is that things are getting saturated, like the education is getting saturated, and nobody wants to do the quote-unquote dirty jobs. The hard jobs. The manual labor jobs. The blue-collar jobs. Y'all missing out. So I always encourage people to have a trade. Like, I'm licensed in cosmetology. So if anything ever happened, I have something to fall back on. Absolutely. You're supposed to, yeah. So that's my that's my spill. I'm done. Drop the <laughs> mic. I apologize because this is not my, um, this is not my show. Girl, you having a good time. You were showing your true colors, and I love it. Girl. You vibing. I- Girl, this is me all the time. You need you this is me all the time, girl. Like, where where I'm gonna go? Some people be like, you so annoying on my Insta stories. <laughs> I don't care. Today on my Insta stories, I told them my friends, get off my Insta stories because y'all stay messing up my algorithm because my friends be like, Oh, I meant to hit this one. I didn't <laughs> hit that one. I'm like, y'all so disrespectful. <laughs> if you could change one thing about the world, what would it be? that's a good question um there's so much i can change but if it's one thing um that it's just so deep you can get into it for hours and hours um what's something i think should change I think something that should change is the way we look at money. Mm. Because one of the main reasons I got into real estate is because money can value up and down. Land is always there. And that made me think about land is not going anywhere. So money does. Money goes up and down. And the way we look at money and we don't value our resources that we have, like the land, the water, the river, the ocean. Right. That's stuff that's there. That's life. Right, and we don't value it. It's resources God gave us. Sorry to get into religion, but it's something that was put on earth for us. Right, the earth is ours, and we just value money and stuff that we really can be gone the next day. Girl, you preaching, but it's true. It's like money is just a sheet of paper. Money is not even paper. It's it's trees. Yeah. It's okay. Like my for. Yo, I'm so disrespectful. My 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 five year old's so disrespectful. She's like, "Yo, <laughs> mom, you know what money's made out of?" I'm like, "No, what is it made from?" She's like, "Trees." But the craziest <laughs> thing is, when I was like eight, I went. My mom tried to get me in this private school. Y'all, I'm about to tell her myself, even though I'm like really smart. <laughs> I think I was like six. I don't know. I would have to be like six or seven, and my mom was trying to get me in this private school. And they interviewed me and they were like, where did paper come from? <laughs> I'm like, the copy machine. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> like, what you mean? And then my brother used to tease me. He was like, yo, you're mad retarded. Like, paper comes from dreams. <laughs> that's how I'll never forget that. But yes, so money. How should we, how should we be looking at money? Um... It's valued to the point where we judge people on it. We have 
rich and poor, like caste system, like in India, like we really do that in America, and we don't even realize it. The way we look at homeless people, the way we look at rich people, like I guess change the way we value money like yeah keep it as value we work for it okay that's fine but why do we put it on a pedestal to an advantage where it affects people's lives and hurts hurt their value right the way we look at homeless people compared to where we look at rich people or famous people like why why is it such a big deal right so i guess we should work on you know building ego man yeah ego yeah definitely yeah. power yeah. and the way we look at certain things like why is it like that why how can we change that the way we could change that is i guess mental health which is why i'm in mental health <laughs> like you're saying egotistic oh i'm on top i'm on power why do you have to be on power why can't we help each other right right what's the, how can the world make it without helping each other like how can we give why do we have to be on top why do we have to be on power why Man, that's humans. That's humans. But even with that, even I rather see you. I rather have a million dollars and see you hungry on the street. Why? Why? Bring you with me. But people don't. Not everybody. So what? What's the answer to that? that Why? What have you come up with the answer to that question? Oh, why people think like that? Mm -hmm. Hmm. You could take it back to science. Biggest, baddest, alpha male. I gotta be on top. I gotta have the power. Mm -hmm. But why have the power when we work together? That goes back all the way to science. Lions in the jungle, you know? Yeah. But why do we have to act like animals? We're smarter than, than most animals. Why can't we help each other? Like, just be well, pure sense. Well, smarter than a lot of animals. Think about ants. They work together, even though they have a queen bee, but she has the babies, so they produce them for her. It's just like, why? I know we're going off in tangents and different Man. subjects. <laughs> no, we're not. I think it's very consistent. But, um... But they still work together. Like, we don't know how to do that. Everybody has to have a power. Right, right. Everybody. So I guess that's why the money-hungry effect comes in, you know? So what do you say to the people who... Because I understand we all have situations, right? Absolutely. So what about the people who have a choice to stay in a situation of homelessness and poverty and refuse help or help is offered to them and they're not receptive to it. Well, it's people that's not going to are like addicted to drugs and abuse, you know, going through abuse and they might not see the situation as somebody trying to help them. They might think, Oh no, I'm just going to struggle on my own. And those type of people, you just can pray for them and hopefully they seek help, you know? Yeah. I think that's the same thing on the other side too is where you got some people who just not going to see through a lens of love like they're just not going to see through me 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 yeah 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 they're not going to think beyond themselves and I know when we talked before you and I hear it even now in our conversation you are so passionate about philanthropy and philanthropic efforts and what are some ways, even with this conversation, what are some ways we as millennials can begin to partake participate in these philanthropic ventures or connecting with others? Um, first, we need to start with our community, our black community. We are very we're getting better. We're really disconnected. We need to start building networking within each other. 
it's getting better, but it's like, what can we do as a black community to help each other first before we go out and reach within anybody else? I talked about this too in like a previous episode. I'm not sure which episode, guys, please forgive me. But I see that as whatever your gift is, take that and give it and give back with that gift however right. you can. So my gift is inspiring and empowering. Like real talk, no matter what, I just inspire and empower people and I'll just and I could just be sitting here. Like somebody came to my house and they saw me, I was just they were just sitting there and they were like, yo, you're so inspiring, inspiring. I'm like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, you got your girls in the bed and you're still working or you did this. And I would have just sat down and been like, forget it. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? I got, I got goals. What do you, right. what do you mean? I got goals. And they're like, that's inspiring. And in my head, I'm like beating myself down. Cause I'm like, yo, you should have had that done hours ago. Right. Thing is so what you think of yourself is not the same of what somebody else thinks of you. Like, right. People right. of all ages, old and young, and I think my mom is the one that told me, she was just saying in instance that you a role model whether you want to be or not. People are watching you. Yep. And I you know, I didn't get it. This is like sophomore year of college. I was like, you know, what do you mean? Why can't I just do whatever, whatever? And why does it have to affect somebody else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, because you can be yourself. You're human. You can't be, you only can be human, but always yeah. remember whether you think of yourself, somebody think highly of you. They're watching you. Yep. They are. And you never know. You never know who you're going to aspire. So you aspire that person just with that task. But right. you might have inspired them to do something bigger because they see you can do it. I can do it, you know? Right. But yeah, just because you it seems small to you, it could be big for somebody else. Absolutely, absolutely. And with that being said, when she that gift of inspiring and empowering, I take that to the community. And when I go to schools like elementary schools and middle schools and talk to the students, and I inspire them and empower them to be their best their best self, to dig deep with inside themselves to go to the next level however they see fit so if you can draw go to school your local school or go to a nursing home and have an arts and craft day um you know teach people something so that's show people show people love i think i said a quote love. On, on facebook it was not facebook oh i got like my mama that's facebook that's her territory instagram <laughs> <laughs> and she and it was like um some people were built off survival and they don't really know love. Some people were raised off love and some people were raised off survival. So when you meet certain people, you you encounter certain things from them. Some people you're going to see love and some people you're going to see survival. Oh, I got to get this. I got to get that. What can I get from you? But what, what if all I have to give for you is love? What can you give? Like, that's another question you can ask yourself to get into the philanthropic um you know, lifestyle is what can I offer? How can I serve you? Right. I'll be of service to someone else. And you don't have to go out here and make this grandiose experience. It can start with just one person. Yeah. I think that's one what people, kindness. yeah. What people get confused about, Oh, I got to do this big. If it's meant for you, it's meant for you. But if you can change one person's life, you did your job. I don't right. know why people think they have to do a big crowd effect 
when you impact anybody's life, just one person, you did your job. And I don't think, you know, spreading love and spreading your information is important, yes. But if you could just change one person, you did your job. And I think that's that's amazing in itself, you know. Man, why you got to preach, though? <laughs> why you got to preach, though? Yeah. So tell me about a challenge. One of the most difficult challenges that you faced and surmounted that has contributed to your success. Um, when you're black, and I went to all white high school. Well, actually, K through twelve was you know because the beach usually most time is like populated with Caucasian people, right? And um, they don't understand you, and all the teachers are white. They don't understand you, so they label you bad, wow, and you come across the teacher sometimes that gets it, but not all the time. So my challenge was basically battling being different when you're different you're when you're black and teachers are white they're going to cast you out they're going to say you're bad and you don't listen you don't know the work and um even in a sense that you know, i was just a happy child but i was happy on a stature where they couldn't handle it like, oh she needs to be put on medicine da, da, da. Uh, my mom was like my child doesn't need to be put on medicine she said i don't know what y'all got going on in here and she didn't put me on it because i didn't need it i was just a happy child who just a little energetic yeah and they try to label me this and that and they label no offense to nothing racial but when they don't understand kids minority kids especially black kids they label them and i was labeled but i got with a teacher she was white but she understood urban culture this is like fourth grade and when i said she had me reading on a college level and they try to label me special education this that it, hyper it. Wow. She had me reading on a college level. I was one of the top readers of my school and I still have some of the papers I'm talking about reading on a college level and they trying to figure out how and why because she believed in me and she didn't label right. me. Right. I'm talking about books, reading Anna Green Gable middle school books within like the second month of school and she passing the test and they had to make up a different test for me because I was reading on a higher level and it was just like Y'all wanted to label me. You didn't believe in me. That teacher to this day, I think she's a lawyer now, Miss Baldwin, my favorite teacher. She believed in me and wow. had me read on a college level in the fourth grade. She she didn't label me. She didn't try to say I needed medicine. She just helped you. She believed. She helped me. She believed in me. She believed when, you, when somebody believed that, you, when, when you're young like that, somebody believes in you, you can reach the stars. You know, so yeah. girl. Oh gosh. She believed in me. Like, that's a message in itself. Yeah. She believed in me. Because the other teachers didn't want to see it. Oh, you know, when they see sometimes at a point, they don't know how to handle black. Because we're different. Our culture's different. we different. So they just cast us out. Like, I don't know how what to do with it. Yeah. And she was raised in, around black people, so she knew what to do with it. She's uh, adapted to the culture. She was like, this little girl is talented. She's smart. But y'all didn't give her time to grow. And when I blossomed, I was reading out reading the ones they thought was gonna do this and that and they just couldn't they were like, Wow. Wow. You know? All because we all like have said, that teacher. Yeah. Yeah. My teacher, her name was Miss Clifton. She was mean mm-hmm. as hell though. <laughs> Maybe that's what I remember. <laughs> but yeah, kids, you never know what a kid talent is if you just shun them all the time. You know, yeah. you gotta believe in them. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He believed in me. Like, you don't need a whole team behind yeah. you. You don't need 
you don't need a whole tribe. And I know we on this wave where that's my tribe, that's my tribe, that's my tribe. But you don't need a whole tribe to say, hey, you're worthy or hey, you're worth this conversation or hey, we got you don't need that. What you need is that one ounce of belief. And I know you kept saying, I don't want to be bring God in there. I don't bring no bring yeah. you into it. Bring your true authentic self because yeah. I, I say God, I'll say the universe. I use it interchangeably. Yeah. I, I believe in God through Jesus. That's just my perspective. Absolutely. This podcast is a full boo podcast to bring your true authentic self. Right. I never want anybody to think that this podcast is just a one size fits all one linear perspective right not it's reflective of us it's reflective of millennials so with that said belief belief all it takes is a a size of a what a mustard Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that belief starts with you Right, and, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure you said, what's her name? Miss, Miss what? Miss White. Miss Bowen. <laughs> I said Miss White. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Miss <laughs> Bowen. But, but like you said, even about the teens. Yeah. Um, even from you, I kind of get that vibe from you. You don't need it. You, me, people like me and you, we like compliments and it's good and it's good to have somebody on your side. But you're the type of person, I'm going to do it anyway. I got the joy. I got this feeling. The vibe is like, if it's there, I'm going to take it. My mom said that. She was like, even my personality, she was like, girl, you don't need to go to no party. You don't need nobody to have fun. You have fun by yourself. Basically. I have fun fun by myself because I love myself. Okay. And you have a good time with yourself. Like, why do I I always need a crowd? Don't get me wrong. I like to go out, meet new people. But I have a good time by myself. Man, did you? I don't uh, need. I'm a one man band. I don't need nobody else. Okay, people will see that belief. Absolutely, support that belief because what people are seeing is your belief and your discipline and your dedication and your commitment to your dream, to your vision, to your life. And Absolutely. that's I feel like, man, girl, y'all Raven be playing because she don't want to be my friend on Instagram. I am your friend on Instagram. What? Yeah, but she don't be. We don't be talking on Instagram. I be trying to be real life friends with her. She just want to stick to being a guest on my podcast, like one of them famous oh, you, people. You, you wildin'. <laughs> <laughs> you wildin'. <laughs> Anytime you want to hang out, let me know, girl. You I wanna know, hang I want to go to Jamaica. Hey, we plan a trip. I need a. I need a uh, August trip or something. I need something. Okay, let's go to Jamaica in August. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Y'all want to come for the love of millennials is going to August. Let's over. Let's plan that. Yeah, Let's plan that and get a whole a whole group of us going. Right. Hey, ain't nothing to it but to do it. We talking. Okay. <laughs> we talking. Look at God. Look at God. <laughs> okay. They got a top 1%, y'all. A top 1%. That means there's 99 more percent of wealth. That Come on, y'all. Y'all playing. We can win. We can all win. And then we as black people, we're only what a small percentage. Right. Like, come on, y'all playing. So, guys, I want you guys to connect with Raven on Instagram. Raven, tell us how we can stay in contact with you. Um, I have Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, and it's all Ray Simone. But on Instagram, it's a double E. So if you're looking for me, it's R A Y E 
S Y M O E E. So you know. <laughs> so we are R A Y E S Y S Y S Y M O E. Yes, two E's. Yeah. I only wanted the spelling be in sixth grade. That was one time, and I think I made it to what the third round. You were so silly. You over here laughing at yourself. I love you. <laughs> Girl, I was doing something. <laughs> this is what I love about this podcast because it's for us, by us, and you could be on here too. So if you're interested in being a guest on For the Love of Millennials podcast, shoot us an email at loveformillennials at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at For the Love of Millennials. Ray, do you have any last words for us? Um, I'm, I thank you for reaching out to me and seeing the light in me to do a podcast, and I hope to do more, maybe even my own. And shout out to all the Black millennials trying to make it in the world, and we're going to be all right. Hey, y'all, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. To stay connected with For the Love of Millennials podcast, follow us on Instagram at For the Love of Millennials. If you have any questions or topics that you want to hear us chat about or to even find a millennial expert, please email us at Love for Millennials. To connect with A Rich Book, go ahead over to Instagram and follow her at a dot rich book don't forget to give our podcast five stars and be sure to tune in to our future episodes